0: Share with you tonight, and and, uh, we just continue on to worship the Lord for a few moments. Praise the Lord. You know, the Bible talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and uh, of course, you know, word came out in 2018 that, you know, the year of 2018 is the year of the Holy Ghost and fire. And then uh, the man of God said, 2018 the big 18 amen nine fruit of the spirit and nine gifts of the spirit amen so i'm indelibly led clearly led by my spirit tonight to talk to you about one of the fruit of the spirit so i want you to open your bibles this evening to galatians the fifth chapter and we're going to look at uh, verse 16 galatians chapter 5 and verse 16 Of course, it says, This I say then walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Okay? Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Then, going on in verse 17 of the same chapter, he said, For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another. So that you cannot do the things that you would. And then he goes on to list uh, the works of the flesh. But we want to center in on the fruit of the Spirit. And I believe it's found in verse 22. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Notice with me it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Amen? Galatians uh, chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. The one that I want to center in on tonight is love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. You and I have been called of God to walk in love. To walk in the Spirit. To walk in love is to walk in a place where God walks. Amen? Amen. And you'll find this, that life will be so much better and life will be so much brighter if you will just train yourself to walk in the love of God. Now, of course, before that people can really walk in love, they have to have a revelation of really how much their good, good father loves them. And I'm just going to read a few verses in 1 John 4. It says, And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in God dwelleth in God and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Then, of course, he goes on to say, There is no fear in love. But I want you to pay particular attention to verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. Amen. Now, as a, as a young Catholic boy, I didn't know that growing up. I didn't know that God loved me. As a matter of fact, I thought that God was ticked off at me. I thought he was very angry with me. And there was nothing that I could do that would ever please Him. And so, I grew up with this twisted idea of the character of God. And of course, it comes as a result of religion. How many of you know you can get into a real rut in religion? You can get into a real rut of legalism, and you can get into a real rut of works, if you will, thinking that you have to do something to be approved before God. Well, the good news is this. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and His substitutionary sacrifice already approved us. Amen? When you made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, and when you passed from death unto life, you stand in the very presence of God as if sin never existed before. So I don't know, you know, what some of your backgrounds were, but I know, I know me. And it took me quite a while to get this revelation of how much my father loved me. Amen. And I'm still working on it because revelation can grow and revelation can increase. As a matter of fact, I think it's a good thing for us to say on a regular basis, God is love and love loves me. Let's go ahead and say that together. God is love and love loves me. Man, you haven't been loved till you've been loved by love. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Supernatural, Heavenly Father. Now notice with me in John 17, let's look over at verse 23. For some reason in my spirit, I just felt that we should talk about the love of God for just a little while tonight. Amen. John 17:23. Here's what Jesus said. These are from the, the lips of the master. He said, now I in them and thou in me that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and has loved them as thou has loved me. Hallelujah. Notice that what this is saying, this is saying that the father loves us as much as he loved Jesus. Glory to God. And how much does he love Jesus? He loves Jesus Mega. He loves Jesus a whole lot. So say it with me. Love loves me. And love loves me. As much as he loves Jesus. Jesus. Now what will that do for us? Well one thing it will do for us. Is we'll not be afraid to face life's problems. For he that's on the inside of us. Is greater than anything that we'll ever face. And I believe this. That the day that we get a real revelation of how much He loves us, we'll never have to deal with any inferiority again. We'll never have to deal with insecurities again. Amen? Amen. We'll not have to try to be approved. We'll just walk in the Spirit, praise the Lord, and rejoice in the God of our salvation. So receive His love. Amen? Now, because love loves you, you have also received His love. The same love whereby he loves you, he has placed on the inside of you. Think about that. In other words, he's furnished you and I with the ability to love one another. Amen. Amen. He's furnished us with the ability to love people that are in the world. Amen. Look at Romans, the fifth chapter. And notice with me in verse 5. Romans chapter 5 and verse 5. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Amen. And you know what else I've discovered about love? Love never fails. Anybody interested in being a success in life? How about living a zero failure life? Walk in love. Love never fails. Amen. Now notice in verse 5, it says, And hope maketh not ashamed. In other words, hope never disappoints. Because... The love of God. The love of God. The same love wherewith he loves Jesus and loves us. The love of God is shed abroad. Now notice with me, not in your head. This love is not of the head, just like faith is not of the head. This love is of the heart, just like faith is of the heart. And so he says... Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which has been given unto us. Amen. Now, you may not be developed in your love walk. You may not be walking in love, but the capability, or rather the ability, for you to walk in love is on the inside of you. And so, fruit can be developed, fruit can grow. Amen? We have an apple tree in the backyard, and we have some other trees in the backyard. I don't even know what kind of fruit they are. All I know is the guy that comes by and cleans up the yard, takes it all home with him because he likes it. <laughs> but uh, but that, that fruit grows at a certain time of year, and it gets bigger and bigger, and then falls off the tree, and people pick it up, praise the Lord, and eat it. Well, you know, don't be discouraged if all you have is a little bud of love. B-U-D. Don't be discouraged if you got angry today with somebody driving by and cutting you off on the freeway. Don't be discouraged if you yelled at your wife today. Repent. Amen? That's a good place to start. Right? So don't get down on yourself just because you're not gro- you have not grown and developed in this love walk, but then do something about it. Amen? Develop the love of God on the inside of me. Say it with me, the love of God God. has been shed abroad, abroad. not in my head, head. but in in my heart. Now look over at John chapter 13. Here's a commandment that Jesus gave us. John the 13th chapter. Notice with me in verse 34 and in verse 35. Jesus said this. He said, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I've loved you, that you also love one another. Now, is this a suggestion or is this an order? This is not the great suggestion. This is the great commandment. Now notice down in verse 35. It says, by this, in other words, by us loving one another, shall all men know That we are what? That we are his disciples. If you have love one toward another. Thank God. It's evidence to the world. Amen. It's not what you're wearing. It's not what you're driving. It's certainly not how you smell. Amen. No, it's the love of God that the world sees. And the world needs the love of God and the world needs the church to walk in love. The world needs the church to lay aside stupidity, to lay aside racism, to lay aside those things that the enemy would try to set in the body of Christ. How many of you know there is no room and no place for any racial discrimination in the body of Christ? Amen? Amen. Amen. Of course, tomorrow we we celebrate great Martin Luther King Day. Amen? Amen. He was a voice, but his voice still rings true today. Yes. Amen? Amen? And so I'm glad to be a part of a church that we have a church that's a slice of the city. Well, what do you mean, Pastor Mark, a slice of the city? I mean, we have different Races. We have different people from different places. We have Asian. We have African American. We have Caucasian. We have Hispanic. We have Latinos. We even have some Greeks. (laughs) Now, how about that? Man, it's a slice of the city. And it's a testimony when we can come together and lift up holy hands and lift up the name of Jesus and worship Him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. And lay aside our differences and come to the throne of grace and rejoice because we are one body of one blood serving a great, great God. Amen. Amen. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If you have love one to another, I don't believe we ought to be backbiting. I don't believe we ought to be putting one another down. I believe we ought to be building one another up. Amen? If you haven't got anything good to say about your brother, just keep your mouth shut. Amen? If you can't think of anything to say, just start praying in tongues. Because when you're praying in tongues, you're praying the perfect will of God. Glory to God. Say with me, love of me, the love of God is shed abroad, is shed abroad. in my heart, in my heart. By, the by the Holy Ghost. Now, purpose on Monday morning to walk in love. Purpose in your heart to be nice to those who aren't nice to you. Amen. 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 Instead of insulting those who insult you. Instead of berating those who berate you. How about this instead? How about doing what Jesus said to do? How about doing what Matthew chapter 5. In verse 44 tells us to do. Look over there. Matthew the 5th chapter. Some of you are looking at me like a cow in a new gate. Matthew the 5th chapter. The 44th verse. Amen. But. I say unto you, love your enemies. Wow. Are you kidding me? I don't want to love my enemies. I want to punch my enemies. No, no, no. This is kingdom talk. Amen. The only way that you can love your enemies is because God put his love in you. Love your enemies. Now, how do we then love our enemies? Now, that does not mean that we need to get real close with them and and have a lot of fellowship with them and and, uh, put ourselves in harm's way or anything like that. But here's what the master said, how that you can love your enemies. He says, bless those that curse you. Bless them. Bless them. Do good to them that hate you. Do you know of anybody that hates you? So many people are nodding their head. I sure do. Well, do good to them that hate you. Well, what does that mean? Do good to them that hate you. I don't know what it may mean for you, but you pray about it. You let the Lord lead you. You let the Lord guide you how to deal with those who hate you. And then pray for them. Oh my. Do what? Pray for them. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Now, what will this do if you'll do that? This will free you up. This will get bitterness right out of your soul. And it will keep your soul full of peace in the midst of a situation that normally would absolutely drive you bonkers. So what did Jesus say? Bless them that curse you do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Yeah, but pastor, they're saying this about me and they're saying that about me and none of it's true. So what of it? Well, they hate me. So what of it? Jesus said this. Look, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. And the disciples not above his master. Amen. Don't let bummed out people bring you down. Don't let sour people bring you down. You stay sweet. You stay full of the Holy Ghost. You stay in the love walk. Amen. You stay developing the fruit of the spirit. And you'll go down life's road living the high life. Amen. Amen. Now, Jesus once again said this, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. A good friend of mine says this, and I love the way he said it. He said, The selfish life is the empty life. Have you found that out? You know, the more self-absorbed we are, the emptier we come up. The selfish life is the empty life. The self-centered life is the miserable life. But then he goes on to say, Oh, but the giving life is the fulfilling life. Have you found that out? The greatest expression of love is giving. The greatest expression of love is generosity. God so loved the world that he thought about it. No. Thank God. God so loved the world. That he gave. And he gave his very best. For you and for me. The giving life. Is the fulfilling life. Powerful truth. I'm so excited about the seeds that we've been able to sow as a church to the different missionary organizations at the end of 2017 and here at the beginning of 2018. It just primes my pump to know that this church loves people so much that they give generously and they absolutely are on fire to give to the nations of the world. Praise God. I don't know if you were here this morning but it really excites me the Grady Pickett family, six children, lived in, Iraq, live in, uh, in northern Iraq. They're literally uh, bringing uh, Farsi Bibles over the mountainous regions of Iraq into Iran. And they're getting them into the hands of the underground church of Tehran. Isn't that awesome? Yes. And like I shared with you this morning, we paid for 1,379 Bibles amen and that's going into the underground churches in tehran amen that to me is fulfilling you know we're going to get to heaven one day i said we're going to get to heaven one day and someone may just come up and tap you on the shoulder and say thank you for giving to the lord i got one of those new testament in farsi and i was able to receive jesus christ as my lord and savior Hallelujah. You can't tell me that the giving life is not the fulfilling life. More blessed to give than it is to receive. Amen. And so, the rest of the the phrase goes like this. The giving life is the fulfilling life. The unselfish life is the satisfying life. The unselfish life is the satisfying life. Amen. So, we are going to get, in this life, <laughs> ample opportunity to exercise this love walk. Amen? Amen. Yeah. We're going to get ample opportunity to either be unforgiving or to be forgiving. Amen? Yeah. We're going to get ample opportunity to, to, to be patient with people or to be impatient with people to be kind with people or to be unkind with people. Now, I have to watch myself on the road because sometimes I get impatient impatient with drivers who just kind of stop in the middle of the road for no reason. And, uh, you know, I don't always pray in tongues. Sometimes I honk my horn. Well, you know, that's nothing wrong with honking the horn, but it's the attitude behind the horn. Now, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Just a few more thoughts tonight. Everybody doing good? Say it to me. The love of God God. is shed abroad abroad. in my heart heart. by the Holy Ghost. Ghost. I make the quality decision decision. in 2018 2018 to walk in love. You know, I mentioned, and this just comes up in my spirit as we're sharing. I mentioned just a few moments ago, we'll get ample opportunity to forgive or do not forgive. And what comes up in my spirit is there may be one or two people here tonight that need to forgive themselves. Need to forgive yourself. What do you mean forgive myself? Well, you know, you did something you shouldn't have done and you know it, but you're raking yourself over the coals over it. And the devil's right there to oblige you in it. Amen. Listen, friends, once you've asked God to forgive you, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. As far as your heavenly father is concerned, when you confessed it, you've been washed by the blood and it's completely out of his thinking. Amen. He blots it out. As far as the east is from the west so far, has he removed our transgressions from us. So we have no business walking around with a load of condemnation. And with a load of guilt. No matter what you might feel like, you are in restoration with God. You're the righteousness of God. And you need to give yourself a break and forgive yourself. Amen? Well, Pastor, yeah, that's fine. That's good. That's easy for you to say. Yeah, it is. You want me to say it again? Yeah, Pastor, it's easy for you to say, but you don't know. No, I don't know, but God knows. Did you hear that? God knows. God loves you. And he's on your side. Now, what I want to look is I want to look at this portrait of love in closing tonight. I want us to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And I want us to look at verses 4 through 8, if we could. And I want to notice it in the Amplified Version. Amen? The Amplified Version is the women's translation. all right? Now notice, these are characteristics of this God kind of love. Love in you endures long and is patient and is kind. Amen? Love endures long. And is patient. Love is not impatient. But love is patient. And not only that. The love of God on the inside of you. Is kind. It's kind. I believe that as Christians. We ought to be the kindest people on the earth. Our words ought to ooze with the love of God. Our words ought to be saturated with the anointing of God. Love is kind. Yeah, but you know what? They made a mistake. Well, have you never made a mistake? Well, I've just put up with it so long. Hey, God's been putting up with all of us for a long time. Amen? Love endures long. Love is patient. Love is kind. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I've discovered this. That a... Major way to keep yourself in the love of God is to take these scriptures and start confessing them every day what do you mean take the scriptures and confess them every day get yourself a little a little pad and write these scriptures out and write them out like this I endure long what are you doing when you do that you're building that into your spirit You're programming your heart. If you will say that long enough and believe that long enough, that'll register down on the inside of you. And when the opportunity comes for you not to be enduring, for you not to be patient, for you not to be kind, that'll just come right up. So say it with me. I endure long. I I am patient. patient. And I am kind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No notice the next one. Love, this love on the inside of you is never envious nor boils over with jealousy. Think about that. What happens when you're walking in love is you get blessed when others get blessed. Amen. In other words, you rejoice with those who rejoice. Somebody drives up in the church with a brand new automobile, you don't get jealous. No, thank God you get out there and you run around their car and you say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're no respective persons. Me too. Amen. Get happy when others get blessed. And don't be jealous or yield to envy. Amen. Say this with me the love of God on the inside of me is never envious nor does it boil over with jealousy. Jealousy. Then it goes on to say this love on the inside of you is not boastful. It is not vainglorious. It is not haughty. It doesn't display itself. I would say it this way in a conceited, arrogant, prideful manner. The love of God on the inside of you won't let you be proud. The love of God on the inside of you does not strut. The love of God on the inside of you is not interested in everybody looking at you and how great you are and how special you are and how wonderful you are. Amen. And there's a lot of Christians that like to strut. There's a lot of Christians that like you to know how special they are. Well, thank God they are special, but every one of God's kids are special. Amen. Amen. I don't care how much money a person has. A billionaire isn't any more special than you. A millionaire is not any more special than you. Amen. A person with a new suit of clothes is no more special than you. We are all his special treasures. Amen. But God's love on the inside of you is humble. See, the Bible says that if you'll humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, he's going to exalt you in due time. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Now, no, notice with me in verse 5. Let's close that back door if we could. We don't want anybody running out. The revelation's just so deep tonight. <laughs> Love on the inside of you is not conceited, arrogant, or inflated with pride. You know, if you've really got something, you don't have to tell anybody anything. If you've really got the goods, you don't have to advertise yourself. You know, you can dress a nice can up and make it look real good on the outside. But what's on the inside of the can is what counts and that's what bothers me a lot of folks walking around telling this they're telling that you know they're prophets they're apostles and you know you know this that and I'm this and I'm that they may be or they may not be but they don't have to advertise it Brother Hagin says the proof of the pudding's in the eating Amen so love is not conceited it's not arrogant it's not inflated with pride and on the other hand it's not rude or unmannerly. It does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in me. Say it with me. God's love on the inside of me. Now, this is a big one. Does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Well, i tell you what, Pastor. You know, it's either my way or the highway. No, no, no. That's not the love of God. The love of God doesn't insist in its own rights or its own way. God's love on the inside of us is giving. Notice with me, it is not selfish or self-seeking. Here's a big one. It's not touchy. It's not fretful. It's not resentful. And it takes no account of the evil done to it. That's a powerful truth right there. When you're walking in love... You don't take account. You don't mark it down, and say, okay, I'm going to remember that and I'm going to get them back double for that. No. Love doesn't keep count of the wrongs done to it. Amen? So say this with me. God's love on the inside of me does not insist on its own rights. I don't have to have my way. I'm not selfish. I'm not touchy. I'm not fretful. And I sure ain't resentful. I take no account of the evil done to me. I pay no attention to a suffered wrong. Man, you're really walking in love if you're doing that. Think about it. Next verse. Verse 6. Love, this love on the inside of you does not rejoice at injustice and, and unrighteousness. Oh, man, I f- I'm glad they finally got theirs. No, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Verse 7. Verse 7. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Oh, this is huge. Love is ever ready to believe the worst of every person. No, that's not the love of God. The love of God on the inside of you believes the best of every person. Amen? The Lord spoke to me one time, son. He said, you know, believe the best and just leave the rest. Believe the best and leave the rest. God's love on the inside of you will always believe the best of every person. So say it with me real strong. God's love love. in me. Amen. Believes the best of every person. Notice it goes on to say, Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Verse 8. It goes on to say, Love never fails. Hallelujah. The love of God will never fail. And then in closing, look at Jude verse 20. Jude 20. I'm going to ask the musicians to come back to the platform. Praise the Lord. We're going to worship here for a few more moments. Receive the offering. Go home. Hallelujah. Jude 20. It says this. It says, But you, beloved, building... What? Build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith, make progress... Rise like an edifice, higher and higher. How? Did you know that praying in the Holy Spirit will build your spirit up? And that praying in the Spirit will help you walk in love. Because notice with me in verse 21, it goes on to say in verse 21, he says, keeping yourself in the love of God. Guard and keep yourself in the love of God. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed.